Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's healthlock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Linda, you like the idea? Back at our nation's capital, doing this town hall with the Republican caucus uh, tonight because as we get there, there's going to be a ton of news breaking because it looks like uh, starting, you know, a couple hours before my show that there is going to be action related to whether or not to censure Congresswoman Tlaib over her support for this anti-Israel rally on Capitol Hill and and past anti-Semitic comments. Another one to censure Congresswoman from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene, over some remarks she made. And then the resolution to expel George Santos, which, you know, he's now facing a litany of criminal charges, uh, et cetera, et cetera, and lying about his background in an effort to win a seat in Congress. Uh, even though they're slated to come up on the House floor, it is possible that the House may only vote on motions to table or kill each resolution. And that's certainly one parliamentary step away from considering the actual measure, uh, which I kind of hope happens because I think there's more important things in the world to do, don't you think? All I mean, st- I'll be honest with you. I, I really felt for Jackie Enrique of the network the other day. She's trying to have a question with Ilhan Omar, who says, ignore this crazy lady because she's asking her to justify her comments. Like, Rashid Talib, Ilhan Omar, I mean, I don't think there's a better time for you to be down there covering these people. They're cowards. They say this crap when the cameras aren't rolling. You should go down there and get in their face and ask them why they're saying oh, what they're you- saying. 
What do you want me to do? You want me to get in the face of Congresswoman Tlaib and Congresswoman yeah, hi. Omar? Why are you calling for the death of Jewish people? Why? What is that well, about? But look, I can bring up a lot of their extreme comments. It's not, you and I both know we've seen enough video of Congresswoman Tlaib uh, being questioned over and over and over again and her not being willing to do it. True. The, look, the main thing is we, we've got a lot of serious issues here today. And I will tell you, it's a it's really a chilling time for this country. And, and this is all a result of electing a guy that is incapable of doing the job of being president. And that would be Joe Biden. Uh, for example, he's now planning to veto a package put forward by House Republicans to simply to provide aid to Israel. And they want to pay as they go because Joe gave us another two trillion dollars in debt last year. And that would be by cutting funding for the IRS as if. They don't harass American citizens enough. Uh, and, you know, so but none of that matters to me as long as the House fulfills their job and they stay focused on the things that they pledge, which is to secure our borders, to bring law and order and safety and security to our towns and cities. As long as they move forward with a an energy bill that that recognizes that we can be energy independent and energy dominant, which would also help us get out of the debt that they've accumulated over these many years. I think it's, what, $33.7 trillion. How do you ever pay that money back except due to the great you know resources we have available to us? We can make a fortune. We can be an oil-rich nation like other people. Uh, but Joe's too stupid to do that, and he's too married to his climate alarmist religious cult members to ever do it. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, the Biden administration holding secret talks on stationing American troops in Gaza after Hamas is defeated. You got to be kidding me. That's a bad idea. Um, so we've got we just have a lot happening here. Um, but I'll tell you the most shocking thing. And, and we're going to get into great detail with this. We have the chairman of the House Committee on Homeland Security is going to join us later in the program. Uh, Mark Green is is going to be with us. But I will tell you, if you go back to the words of Christopher Ray this week, warning us about Hamas and and how dangerous things are here in America, and then you juxtapose that with all of the numbers that I have been given out, and that means all the people now showing up at our border, 659 from Iran, by the way, why are Iranians making that trek to our southern border? 538 from Syria? What about thousands of others, quote, what they call special interest illegal immigrants from the Middle East? Uh, what about the 20-plus thousand appointments made by Russian nationals that are entering our country? You know, what about the, the, the thousands of Chinese nationals that are entering our southern border? Does anybody wonder when we look at our top geopolitical foes, if I'm right, that Iran and Russia and China represent this new axis of evil? Why are they at our southern border? Why are they being allowed into this country? Does, is, am I like the only person with eyes wide open enough to see this as a clear and present danger to our national security? You know, and this is where it gets extremely frustrating. Now, I have a message, I had a long message last night in my opening monologue for Christopher Ray, is, you know, with all that is going on in this country, it, well, first of all, let's go back to yesterday. This is what he was telling Congress when he was on the Hill. The ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. Iranians, for instance, have directly 
or by hiring criminals mounted assassination attempts against dissidents and high-ranking current and former U.S. government officials, including right here on American soil. But as I said a few moments ago, on top of the homegrown violent extremists and domestic violent extremist threat, we also cannot and do not discount the possibility that Hamas or another foreign terrorist organization may exploit the current conflict to conduct attacks here on our own soil. We have kept our sights on Hamas and have multiple ongoing investigations into individuals affiliated with that foreign terrorist organization. Well, maybe, and I, I said this yesterday on this program and last night on TV, maybe Director Ray and the DOJ should stop uh, investigating, you know, tiger moms like Linda that show up at school board meetings, parents, and investigating them as domestic terrorists. Maybe they should stop policing speech on social media about COVID and masking and vaccines. Maybe they should stop, you know, stop going after peaceful pro-life advocates uh maybe they should get to the bottom of why they wasted so much time and were involved actively in lying to the country with conspiracy theories about trump russia collusion that never happened and these never-ending investigations in, into trump maybe fbi director ray can say it's time for the fbi and the doj to stop protecting the biden family enterprise uh maybe they can stop their agents that were actively involved in meeting with big tech companies in the lead up to the 2020 election that ended up in censoring what was truthful information about the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, and maybe they, if they wanted to keep the homeland safe, maybe they could get to the bottom. We have tons of evidence and video, and maybe they can find out who was responsible and make arrests for the 574 riots in the summer of 2020. I know they only care about the one riot, January 6th, but they don't care about this one. And and maybe they can stop, you know, maybe they can now return the FBI to its once former state of greatness, being the greatest law enforcement agency in the world, and, and focus on real threats to America, like he was just outlining, and that would mean terrorism. You know, maybe we can all agree that Alejandro Mayorkas is not the guy for the job, you know, this is this is him trying to avoid answering a very simple question by Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson on how many illegal immigrants did he allow into this country? Secretary Mayorkas, I've asked you this in the past. What numbers are represented here? How many people has this administration let in by encountering, processing, dispersing, or that have come in as a known uh, or, or unknown Godaway? What, what, approximately, I don't need an exact number. So what do we got, Senator? Let me let me uh, let me. I, I need numbers. I, again, don't filibuster me. How many people has this administration led into the country? Let, let me say at the outset that uh, our job would be a lot easier if the broken immigration system was. No, Mr. Secretary, I want a, a number. How many people have you led into this country? I, I should also. How, uh, okay, let, I'll, I'll give you the number. It's about six million, about one point seven million as known gotaways. Now, again, we don't know who these people are. We just know that they've come to this country and they're residing somewhere. Where are all these people residing? Where, where, where did the six million people go? Senator, you speak of encounters, and let me um, No, let me share would you answer you. my questions? Where did these six million people go? Are you keeping track of them? To what extent do we have a handle on where these six million people 
are in America. Senator, as you well know, when an individual is indeed released, they are released into immigration enforcement proceedings and are subject to removal if they do not have a legal basis to remain in the United States. Unbelievable. How many people are here? It's not that hard. And then we have the exchange with Josh Hawley, who was on TV with us last night. And Josh Hawley is asking why a radical is working within the Department of Homeland Security and why this radical has not been fired. Watch him duck, dodge, and weave here. Mr. Secretary, what, what's going on here? Is this, is this typical of, of people who work at DHS? This is an asylum and immigration officer who is posting these, frankly, pro-genocidal slogans and images on the day that Israelis are being slaughtered in their beds. What have you done about this? Four things I'd like to say to you. Number one, your question to suggest that it, that is emblematic of the men and women of the Department of Homeland Security is despicable. Number I'm sorry, what have you, this person works for the Department of Homeland Security. Have you fired her? That was one of four answers. Have you fired her? One. Have you fired her? Don't come to this hearing room when Israel has been invaded and Jewish students are barricaded in libraries in this country and cannot be escorted out because they are threatened for their lives, you have employees who are celebrating genocide and you are saying it's despicable for me to ask the question? Has she been fired? Mr. Chairman. Mr. Secretary. After um, the consumption of Senator Hawley's time, I'd like to speak. Has she been fired? Because I will we not would like be, an answer. Would you? Because I will not be given the opportunity. Has she been fired? So uh, that individual has been placed on administrative leave. So she's one. not been fired. Number two. Number Why has two, she not been fired? Number two. The individual was hired in 2019. Why has she not been number fired? Number three. I cannot speak to an ongoing personnel matter. Why? Why has this person not been fired? Your answer is you can't speak to it. This isn't sufficient to fire her? I am not in a position to speak to an ongoing personnel matter. This that, isn't sufficient to fire her? That's what you're telling me? That is not what I'm saying. But she's still on your payroll as that, we sit here today. That is not what I'm saying. Do you understand that, these, that this man is in charge of our Department of Homeland Security? There's never been a time in the history of this country that we have opened up our borders without vetting a single person where according to a congressional report 99 percent of the people stay and now have become a massive financial burden on the American clear and present danger to the national security of our country and this guy won't answer how many illegal immigrants are here well, we got the answer from Ron Johnson. He thinks it's eight million now or seven point seven million to be exact. We got the answer. Have you fired this woman celebrating genocide? And he doesn't want to answer. You know, he does not want to tell the truth. And I, I mean, these are the people that we're supposed to count on to protect our homeland. You've got to be kidding me. This is now. This is the worst that it has ever been in our lifetime. All right, we're going to get to this. Uh, we'll tell you what's happening with these censure efforts and, and the potential of Santos and this motion to remove him tonight. Um, we'll, you know, obviously with our town hall with the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, 
and uh, all the other Republicans that we've invited. We've invited all of them. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The day. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how how lucky we were <gasps> yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds. When it hits your doorstep, well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. Rob Chadwick, I've met him. He's the former head of training for the FBI at Quantico. That guy, yeah. Rob and the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, they have created a free video you need to watch so you can get ready for what is coming in 2024. This video is not for everyone. It has one of America's most important law officers giving tips that very few civilians ever get to hear, and it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, defendfamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, defendfamily.com. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. Okay. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, glad you're with us. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Later, we got James Comer on tape. He'll be on Hannity tonight, part of our our Republican caucus town hall. I mean, they they will succeed together or they're going to fail together. It's that simple. So I'm getting as many of them. We've invited them all into a room with Speaker Mike Johnson, and we're going to find out where they agree and where they disagree. I hope they agree on securing the border. I hope they agree on law and order. I hope they agree on energy. Uh, I hope they agree that if we're going to have that the Ukrainian money aid money has been squandered and Europe has not paid their fair share as per usual. I hope they agree that maybe they can finally recognize these globalist organizations like the UN and the WHO and the WEF and 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 the rest of them have have been an absolute colossal waste of US taxpayer dollars. By the way, we we'll find out $40,000 in payments apparently went straight to Joe Biden uh from they believe from China. I'll play the whole tape of James Comer later in the program and the Daily Mail is reporting that they've obtained telephone records from one of the phones that Hunter Biden bought his father to use 
showing that Joe Biden made hundreds of dollars in mysterious overseas phone calls to a person that they have not been able to identify. So this, this now is, is getting more interesting by the day. And now we've got Biden now threatening to veto the Israeli aid bill uh, in large part because Mike Johnson, the new speaker, you know, would defer part of the $80 billion budget increase that Biden gave the IRS last year and redirect that money. In other words, a sort of pay-go system, which is fiscal responsibility, considering Joe raised the debt by $2 trillion last year. Didn't the IRS scandal and the NSA atrocities convince you? You need a watchdog on Washington with insider sources. You need Hannity every day. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Uh, I want to remind you about our friends at Pure Talk. Uh, imagine this. They give you the same cell towers as AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, the same 5G network. You get the same exact service, and the average family saves close to $1,000 a year. Now you're saying that's a no-brainer. Well, it is a no-brainer, actually. Uh, and anyway, by the way, they're doing something great for our vets this year. Uh, for every new customer, they are donating a portion of sign-up to alleviate $10 million uh, in veterans' debt by Veterans' Day. And so far, they're at 74% of their goal after just two weeks. They have two weeks to go. Uh, and you're sacrificing nothing. Same cell towers, same 5G network. They have plans that you'll never get from the big carriers. For example, 20 bucks a month, unli uh, uh, unlimited talk, unlimited text, 50% uh, more data than a month ago, and mobile hotspot, 20 bucks a month. And you're going to help out vets. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. Pound 250, keyword, save now. The switch is simple, fast, and easy. Do it now. Help our vets. Help yourself. Save money. These are tough economic times. Pound 250, keyword, save now. All right, so our show with the House Republican Caucus tonight and Speaker Mike Johnson uh, should be pretty interesting because the only way for Republicans to succeed at anything is if they stand together. Uh, but there's other drama that will take place in the lead up to our show, uh, which is nine Eastern. It'll be live. And that is the house is tangling with what are resolutions to censure, uh, Congresswoman Tlaib, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, and one resolution to expel George Santos. Now it's possible through a parliamentary maneuver that the house may only vote on motions to table or kill each resolution. Anyway, here to explain it all is All Thing Hitchhiker's Guide to Capitol Hill, and that's uh, Fox News. My colleague, Chad Pergram, is with us. Uh, so we should have some drama leading into my show tonight. Yeah, you know, rarely do they ever consider anything like this, uh, these types of discipline in the House, but to have uh, three forms coming up tonight in the House. Censure is the second highest form of discipline in the House. Uh, they've only censured 25 members. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican from Georgia, she uh, put together this resolution to censure uh, Rashida Tlaib for some of her comments uh, that uh, she viewed as being uh, anti-Israeli, anti-Semitic. Uh, frankly, there are some Democrats, many Democrats, especially Jewish Democrats, who are upset with some of the remarks 
by Rashida Tlaib and also her support for a big anti-Israeli demonstration here on Capitol Hill a couple of weeks ago. And when you talk about this motion to table, this is how they could wind up voting one step removed from actually censuring Tlaib or not. That just needs a simple majority. Not to be outdone, Democrats want to censure uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And then finally, and they will start debate on this on the House floor uh, pretty soon, is whether or not to expel uh, George Santos, the Republican congressman from Long Island. Now, they've only expelled five members in House history. The bar there is higher. It takes a simple majority to censure a member. But to expel someone, that takes two-thirds. And I have been told so far they don't think that there is going to be a motion to table uh, the, the Santos expulsion. So the question becomes, can they get to, the House has 433 members right now, can they get to 289 members? That would be two-thirds if everyone is, is there voting tonight and actually expel George Santos. You might have a, a simple majority vote to expel George Santos. There are some Republicans who are reluctant to do so because it would then take the House majority down to three seats. Uh, and that's something that Speaker Johnson has, has talked about, saying that, uh, you know, it's a razor-thin margin already. So these are big doings tonight in the House of Representatives, Sean. Now, what's interesting, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think this is very common, the uh, House Ethics Committee, didn't they publish a statement indicating that they're going to take action on, on Santos before November 17th? That, um, yeah. explain, explain that. Yeah, earlier this year, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he made it known that he wanted the Ethics Committee to work on the Santos matter and, and thought they could take care of it pretty quickly. Well, here it is November, and they have not taken care of it. So kind of preemptively, the Ethics Committee put out this statement saying, we're going to put out our report by middle of November here. And people thought that that was kind of an effort by the Ethics Committee to say, don't go ahead and try to expel George Santos, because to be clear, and this is something that Speaker Johnson has said, he hasn't been convicted of anything. Uh, you know, he wants due process, Johnson does, for George Santos, even though, you know, a lot of people see a lot of problems with George Santos. And they said that can't be the bar for kicking people out. That said, if you look at, at, the, at the track record of others who they have kicked out, and it's only five, you have to go back to 2002 when they expelled Jim Traficant, uh, you know, who was corrupt and, and had criminal charges there, and a Democrat from Ohio. Uh, you had Ozzie Myers back in the uh, 1980s. And then you have to go back to the, the Civil War. They expelled three members because they associated with the Confederacy. So you see what the bar is here to expel somebody from the House of Representatives. Now, if he's convicted, that might be another story. But they're far away from even getting to trial with George Santos. We have another issue that is coming up, and that is Joe Biden is planning to veto the Israeli aid bill from the House. Uh, in that bill, Speaker Johnson uh, would defer part of the $80 billion budget increase that Biden gave to the IRS last year and redirect that money to pay for the aid for Israel. And Biden saying that, in fact, he would veto that. Well, that bill in that form is never going to make it to the president's desk, and it's unclear right now if the House can even pass that bill. Uh, again, because of this margin, they're going to vote on this tomorrow. They might be down one member already if, if George Santos is expelled. There's a couple of Republicans who have expressed some reservations about this. Now, Mike Johnson, he was critical when the Congressional Budget Office said that uh, you know stripping the IRS of this money – uh, will actually diminish revenues by nearly $27 billion and add almost $13 billion to the deficit. The idea was what they're doing here is they're taking that money that was designed to go to the IRS 
And ironically enough, Sean, that was the pay for in the president's, uh, you know, IRA bill last year, you know, which was one of the hallmarks of his legislative agenda here. So that's why the deficit actually goes up. So I asked Speaker Johnson this morning, I said, uh, you know, what about that? And he said, well, only in Washington, when you cut spending, do they call it an increase in the deficit? And I asked Johnson if he puts credence in the CBO, and he replied, quote, I don't. Now, I can guarantee you, if they got a good number from the CBO, everybody would have embraced it. Uh, they started to have this uh, this criticism of the Congressional Budget Office uh, back in the Paul Ryan days uh, when they were trying to, you know, undercut Obamacare and things like that. And when they would get bad numbers from the CBO, they would say, oh, that's bad accounting that's going on right there. But again, had they had they gotten a number that said absolutely this reduces the deficit, every Republican would have fully embraced it. Otherwise, they work the rest and criticize the CBO. There's other issues that have come up, too. Uh, I'm sure you heard James Comer, who'll be on the show with us tonight, unveil bank records showing that Joe Biden collected $40,000 in what he's describing as laundered Chinese money. Uh, and secondly, Joe Biden has this phone, apparently, that the Daily Mail discovered, um, a, a phone line that was paid for by Hunter Biden. Do we know anything more about that since that story broke today? You know, that's the thing that's going to be interesting to watch and see if there's bandwidth for that, because we haven't really heard much about impeachment and these investigations since about the middle of September. We had the fight over funding the government, trying to keep the government uh, funded, uh, you know, late September, and then we got right into the speaker's race. And this is exactly what Kevin McCarthy said. He said if we, uh, you know, you know, have a government shutdown or, or if they throw out the speaker, which is what they did, that's going to sidetrack all these investigations. Now, they've been working a little bit behind the scenes, but it has not gotten the news oxygen uh, that uh, they had hoped. And this is where you have Republicans being divided. A lot of them said, okay, we want to get through impeachment, and we want to wrap it up quickly. Well, because they lost, you know, three weeks plus uh, trying to figure out who was going to be the Speaker in the House, that set that back. And, Sean, the other problem, you know, for Republicans who are pushing impeachment or are following those inquiries closely we have to fund the government again here in just a couple of weeks. And then the next big thing is whether or not they can put together this package for Israel or Israel and Ukraine or whatever form that takes. That probably gets you to Christmas. Now, granted, they can walk and chew gum at the same time, but seeing how uh, any sort of news on an impeachment inquiry, unless they have a really big smoking gun or some hearing that really blows the doors off the place, which when they had the hearing a few weeks ago, that you know, far from did that, and Republicans said that. They didn't think there was much to that hearing they did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's going to be hard to get that story to break back through because of the international crises right now and also a new speaker and trying to deal with funding the government again. Unbelievable. Uh, what's the reaction been to Christopher Ray's testimony that Hamas may conduct attacks here on our soil and the, the fiery exchanges with Alejandro uh, Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, and Ron Johnson, and Josh Hawley. Yeah, that, that was a big one. I mean, just the fact that, uh, that, that you had uh, Christopher Ray saying that, you know, the, the threat of attacks were up in 2023 anyway. And, you know, you augment this now maybe to a 9-11 style threat. Uh, he said this takes it to his words a whole nother level. And that's a big deal. And, you know, I talked about the things that we know right now that could command the news oxygen. Obviously, a terrorist attack would, would, would completely change, uh, you know, the landscape. And again, focus, depending on if it was somebody who came through the border or groups of people who came across the border, and that's what they were getting into in that, uh, in that uh, Senate hearing yesterday. Uh, you know, that, that's something that they would probably turn around and say, okay, that is – 
an impeachable offense. Uh, you know, if they find that that went through the border and there's questions about how porous the border is. Uh, but again, that hasn't happened yet. God forbid it does. But that's where we are. Just the reality of that, you know, when you couple that with the Middle East, uh, that is a major headache, uh, you know, for security officials. It's a major headache for the Biden administration. And it's one of these consequences that comes out. That's why it was such a game changer to wake up on the morning of the 7th of October and and have this crisis in the Middle East. And as I said at that point, it was even a bigger deal because there wasn't a functioning legislative branch of government. There was no Speaker of the House. And uh, and, and now they have that taken care of at least, but it doesn't uh, diminish the threat. It seems like the administration is tied up in knots because on the one hand, you've got American Muslim groups now giving Biden a ceasefire ultimatum. Uh, and then you've got, you know, even people like our own Peter Ducey, our colleague, uh, can't get an answer to whether or not they will call uh, Hamas and others extremists. So they seem between a rock and a hard place about what they want to be able to say politically. And and Joe's poll numbers are not exactly at the highest point ever. I think he's close to a 60 percent disapproval rating now. Right. I, I talked about some of the divides on the Republican side of the aisle here, but there are big chasms on the Democratic side. And it, and it goes to this coalition, this left-wing coalition that they put together of having, you know, progressives. And and suddenly now, you know, some of them obviously were, were, were Jewish, and now there's this infighting over people, some on college campuses. As we speak right now, Sean, the House of Representatives is debating a measure to condemn anti-Semitism on college campuses. And, you know, that left-wing um, coalition, is, you know, has these, these fractures in it. That's a problem. It's going to be a fracture over whatever form the Israel money takes. It's going to be a fracture on dealing with, uh, you know, possible humanitarian aid to, uh, you know, Palestinians in, in Gaza. Uh, that is a problem, and how they you know put that well, together again on the Democratic side is unclear. Maybe if Hamas didn't take that money and build you know 300 miles a network of terror tunnels instead of hospitals and schools and infrastructure, maybe people would have confidence the money would go to the people that need it. Uh, I would argue, in all likelihood, that Hamas would get that money. Um, and then we have the added burden for the Biden administration is that our U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria have been attacked at least 27 times in just the last two weeks. And, and that's exactly what Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State, uh, testified to yesterday before the Senate committee. He said he could not guarantee, he said that there wouldn't be seepage of some of this aid that would eventually make its way to Hamas. It's a war zone. Those things happen. And this is where Republican Senator Cynthia Lummis of Wyoming she said, well, she said they elected Hamas in, in that group. She said they have resources, they have water, they have food, they should be taking care of their people. And, and she was adamantly against, and many Republicans uh, in the Senate who we spoke with yesterday are absolutely against sending any humanitarian aid. Rick Scott, Republican of Florida, another one, uh, because they say this is just going to be money that goes to Hamas. And that's going to be a question. And so that's where, you know, you look at that aid package. I don't know what combination ever gets that across the finish line, because you have folks who want everything all cobbled together. You're going to have divides in the Democratic and Republican Party about sending humanitarian aid to Palestinians in Gaza. Um, I don't quite know how that all works out yet, and nobody else I don't think if, if you did be, you'd be a very rich man. Let me play Congresswoman Omar. How did she get avoid this censure, uh, I guess, feast that's going to take place tonight, considering these remarks? During the 2012 military offensive in Gaza, you tweeted, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. 
How do you put that into context now? And what do you say to American Jews? So I remember when, when that was happening, um, watching TV and really feeling as if um, no other life was being impacted in, in this war. Uh, and that really, unfor those unfortunate words were the only words I could think about um, expressing at that moment. Most of the things that have always been aggravating to me is that we have had uh, a policy that makes one superior to the other. And we mask it with a conversation that's about justice and a two-state solution when you have policies that clearly prioritize um, one over the other. Such as? Um, I mean, just our relationship really with uh, the Israeli government and the Israeli state. And so when I see Israel Institute um, law that, that recognizes all right, I could keep going, but we're running out of time. Uh, she seems to have been able to duck. Yeah, I mean, it's up to an individual member to bring that resolution. As I said, Marjorie Taylor Greene brought the resolution uh, regarding Rashida Tlaib. And, and, you know, the tit for tat they got into is Becca Ballant, who's a Democrat from Vermont. She turned around and filed the resolution against uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So somebody could do that, but that is not happening. Well, I hope I get to see uh, you at your uh, place of work. It's not where I work, but the Capitol, our town hall tonight with uh, these members of Congress, uh, the Republican caucus. Uh, thank you, Chad Pergram. We appreciate it. I will be there, and we'll probably have some news tonight. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number, all things simple man Bill O'Reilly. At the top of the hour, later on, uh, Chairman Mark Green of the House Committee on Homeland Security on this Mayorkas disaster and Christopher Ray's admonition and warning. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter. The Burner, less lethal, pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.